0: this is the scoop slam podcast
1: hello everybody welcome to scoop mania one this is our first review of wrestlemania and it's wrestlemania goes hollywood wrestlemania 39 night one and two we're a couple days behind but that's all right it's a huge weekend of fun weekend if it ended on saturday and a all right weekend if it ended on sunday but needless to say we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it but as always before we get too far i'm micah and i'm joined by my co-host he is his his american dreams were crushed on sunday it's ryan yo micah great to be back here with you man uh Ready to talk about a lot of wrestling that we watched over the weekend? Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think we might have watched more commercials, you know, <laughs> more than we watch matches. But I mean, hey, I, that's your company. I, yeah, well, you know, I let you have it. I did buy a box of cinnamon toast crunch after
0: watching a few matches on that night one.
1: Hmm, to go with your Mountain Dew pitch black? Oh no. Prime Energy Green Dummy. <laughs> oh, hey, we'll get there. Oh. That's a nice cameo. Oh yeah. But if this is your first time listening to the Scoop Slam podcast, we got a format here. How we review things: our positives are what we call scoops. Our negatives are what we call slams. So we're gonna review matches that way. So to start us off, for WrestleMania goes Hollywood. It was for the United States Championship, Austin Theory versus arguably one of the greatest of all time, John Cena. And mm. i you know, I'm just going to go ahead. Theory picked up the win here. Yeah. In what to me was a bit of a lackluster match. Yeah, really paying by the
0: numbers. That was one of my slams, just kind of basic. Nothing nothing outrageous. Nothing stood out in this match, man. It's just Cena had one of his regular old matches that he's been having the last couple of years, and Theory picked up the win. Scoop for Theory winning. It was the right decision. Yeah, But is Theory in a better position, like year over year, compared to – what he was doing last
1: year to this year? Uh, I don't know because the money in the bank, break, money in the bank briefcase, I thought was a good thing for him. Yeah, but now he, uh, yeah. I don't know.
0: Feud with Cena did him no favors. Like, he seems like he's in the same spot
1: that he was last year. Yeah. I'll go ahead, and you've already done one of your scoops, so I'll go ahead for mine because we're kind of already talking about it. Yeah. Austin Theory deserved – I've seen people online talking bad about him, saying that he was one of the most lackluster men's wrestlers to come out of this weekend. That was not his fault. No. Austin Theory deserves his flowers because he made this match. Because John Cena – and this is one of my slams – did nothing but sell the entire match. He got, the only thing I remember was he was on his back for like probably a collective eight minutes. Then he got up to do his little five moves of doom. And then there was a screwy referee, uh bump and theory picks up the win theory carried this match. Yeah, he
0: did. He did. I, I mean, is it, it only took one finisher for Theory to beat Cena too.
1: Was it a low blow too, though? Is that what he did coming out of the ref bump? Yeah, it was a low blow, and then the a town down.
0: That's what his finish is, right? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he hit that. It's kind of it's kind of weird seeing Cena lose on one finisher nowadays. Remember how hard it was to beat Cena in like two thousand ten.
1: Man, Punk had to pull out the illegal moves to beat him, and he still he still didn't beat him on Raw.
0: Yeah, it's um, Cena didn't have a tan. He had a bald spot. He looked less jagged. I, I don't. This is the first time that John Cena really looked old to me.
1: Yeah, that's I don't know, man. This just left a bad taste in my mouth about John Cena. The. Because they've been doing this feud for around a year. And I was pretty, I mean, I was honestly excited to see this. I was excited to see how the feud was going to develop. And, you know, I was ready to see the match. And then Cena came back on that one Raw. Yeah. And kind of diminished my, uh, I guess, hope or yearning to see this match. He cashed And then... Wow. Basically, and then we get to the match, and it is probably the most forgetful of the entire uh, show. I mean, aside from maybe like the little Miz matches and uh, Whoa. the Whoa. women's fatal four way. Well, oh, at night two. Well, yeah, night two was a uh, oh man, that was a train wreck show. <laughs> Miz had a legendary match on night two. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Shane McMahon had a legendary <laughs> trip to the hospital, but um, so yeah, I mean that's that's my scoop. Uh, Theory deserves his props, and I think he's getting too much hate about this match. And John Cena, uh, you know, come better prepared next time, pal. Or well, just don't, don't show up at all. What <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're over you. Come on, man, it's over. He needs one more. But who would that be? I, Roman? Randy?
0: They had him. Well, I guess you could go Randy, but you're not really building nobody.
1: Yeah. But this, if this is his go home match to build up theory, like, and Cena's done, which I doubt that because they would have done a big spectacle about it. Yeah. I don't know. He got to go out better than that because that was pitiful.
0: Yeah. I don't see him doing anything more um, for. For any of his future matches, man. He's a movie star now. He's not going to take any risks.
1: He's going to play it safe. Yeah, but even The Rock did a little bit more, daggum. Well, you see what happened to The Rock the last match. Well, that's why Rocks Rock is permanently on the Rushmore yeah. and Cena's not. Yeah,
0: Cena dropped a few uh, legacy points on uh,
1: Saturday night. Yep. Well, uh, moving on to... Pretty much a border match, but I enjoyed it. It was the tag team Fatal 4-Way between Ricochet and Braun Strowman, the Street Profits, the Viking Raiders, and Chad Gable and Otis. Yeah. So, you know, this was a a cool-down match that, honestly... Really didn't need to cool down anything because the Cena Theory match kind of sucked. So, yeah. you know, I think it could have been placed a little better, but it was all right. Um, the Street Profits picked up the win. And for your scoops, what do you have for this one?
0: I just got spots. I like this match. It was a lot of chaos, a lot of mayhem. Uh, Braun Strow- Strowman taking that, that, like rolling German suplex from. Chad Gable, you remember that? Yeah, that yeah, was that, one of my scoops. That was that was something. Uh,
1: t- you want to? You want just alternate? Uh, you take the scoops. I think we all got the same spot, so you just <laughs> you just take this match. Okay, okay. Uh,
0: Dawkins with the straight truck
1: on Braun Strowman. Braun, uh, he took a lot of he took a lot of
0: memorable stuff in this match. Good. Uh, hey, man, I remember when we saw that. Dawkins hit on Braun Strowman. We we audibly gasped.
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was a moment like we all kind of looked at each other and <laughs> you know it was. I I gotta say this, I give Montez his props every week, but this week I gotta give it to Dawkins. He he looked pretty good at Mania.
0: Yeah, and uh, one more. Uh, it's Ivar attempting a moon song. 350 plus pounds. Have when's the last time you seen that from a guy that big?
1: Keith Lee do a salt? Actually,
0: okay, yeah, you can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I honestly I, didn't know.
0: Yeah, I've seen him. I think he did it off the second row a couple times in NXT. But anyway, this is a big stage he did it on. It was a spectacle to see. But yeah, man, I really
1: like this match. It was a uh, pure your chaos, and
0: I think it was better than uh,
1: Theory and Cena. Honestly, yeah. I I think Theory and Cena was probably my worst match of night one, sad as that is to say.
0: Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. I mean, a, a fun tag team Fatal 4-Way with really no implications. Um, oh, showcase. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was here, but, you know, I didn't mind it being on, I guess. We all enjoyed it, at least, live. Well, following that, a match that you cared about, and I was morbidly curious to see, Seth Rollins in uh, his best puff suit, or whatever you want to call that, versus Logan Paul with a giant prime blue bottle drink and he ziplined to the ring like Sean in 96. So, you know, if you've been listening to the Scoop Slam podcast, I did not like the build for this. I don't like Seth. I don't really care for Logan. I respect that he is at least taking this serious, so that's cool. Um, But, I'm going to eat some crow. Mm. I enjoyed this match. It was fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it was. It was, um, it was, it's, it's up there for match of the night.
1: For me, at least. It's not for me, but I could see why you would say that. But personally, I think it's, out of the what, there's like four matches left, five matches left. Well, aside from that damage control one, I would put it at four if you're considering the rest of the matches aside from damage control and the uh women's six way yeah, match. We're not gonna count that. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I was just like I said, morbidly curious. I knew it was gonna be a good match, but I just wondered the story they were gonna tell. Um, I'll go ahead and start us off with the scoops. The jump to the top rope and then a wow. moonsault off, that was an insanely athletic spot. I wish I was that athletic.
0: It was all and, in one motion, too.
1: Yeah. like it does. You know, this is a completely unrelated move. You know, Adam Page does the buckshot laria, and a lot of times, even if he's not doing it, but uh, just anybody almost, except for Logan, when they land they just land and they pause for a second and then they close line. Logan's stuff is so smooth. Even with the buckshot Larry, it's all one motion. Yeah. He's constantly moving forward. So I don't know. I And I just thought that moons, moonsault was a really nice, uh, you know, just way to get people on their feet and that it did. Bro, he's an explosive athlete. I, what did he do in... Did he, like, wrestle in high school or college? Did he play football? Did he play any sports? I wanna say... maybe, like, lacrosse? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was something, yeah. like, really, uh... white sport like that. <laughs> but it's still crazy, man. Like, you know, we,
0: we watch a lot of wrestling weekly, but there's something about the way Logan Paul does his moves, like you said. It's I don't know the the whole leap into the top rope. How how tall is the top rope from the canvas? Like five feet,
1: something like that. Maybe four and a half, bro. And, no, not four and a half. It's got to be five. Yeah, it, it, maybe a little bit below five. I don't know,
0: but still though, the vert, the the vertical to do that, and the balance.
1: Yeah, because he didn't even like stumble for a second. He immediately jumped and then flipped back. It was, I don't know, it looked like one of the luchador guys that AEW would bring in. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You
0: dog Logan Paul, but he is legit the best celebrity wrestler ever. Can you name anybody else better?
1: Hmm. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. And I mean, that's saying something. Does Ronda Rousey
0: count as a celebrity wrestler?
1: I don't think so because she's not, she's a member of the roster who's there for like most of the weekly programs.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Same with like, even if, well, I don't know. Steve I Steve guess I maybe, yeah, but I don't think he's as good as Logan. Not even close, but I, that's
0: a bad bunny, I guess, but he's only done tag matches, yeah, uh,
1: I need to see more of him. He's a prodigy
0: man. I wish they they should pay him
1: anything to keep him around. I just he brings eyes to the product, I'm not gonna lie, like I mean he's how many subscribers does he have on youtube twenty three million That's crazy,
0: and he has so the top three podcasts in the world right now, yeah, yeah. man, give him a blank check. Let him write any number on it and just pay
1: him because
0: having him around is an asset to the company.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just like I said, like, you know, one thing about WrestleMania is people are always going to pay attention to it. If you're a LAPS fan, even if you're not a fan, you, you, you see it on SportsCenter, ESPN or wherever, you know, but even just Logan being on Raw, I've had people message me ain't logan paul's in wwe how do you feel about that you know he's kind of a piece of crap but you know what do you think about him being in wwe so that's pretty crazy you know just thinking that he has that kind of pull so for a company like wwe who's also looking to make any kind of money any kind of publicity and i don't know how we made it 20 minutes into the show without even mentioning that they've been sold now at the date of recording to endeavor yeah it's oh, yeah. been a week. Yeah, that's probably uh that's probably the top story of the week. <laughs> yeah, which we're not even going to have rumors this week because we're doing all three shows at the end of the week. Uh, before we get into a slight tangent, he was an all-star linebacker and qualified for the state level uh, Division One wrestling Championship. So wow. he was a wrestler in high school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, what a week. WWE sold. Vince is apparently fully back in control. By Tuesday, when we were going to record this, I freaking had an upper respiratory infection, so I probably still kind of sound like, you know, stuffed up a little bit. Um, AEW announced Wembley Stadium, a 90,000-seat arena, so if they pack that out, that's more than what WWE just got for WrestleMania. FTR is officially staying, so... It's my god. god what that's a week to not have rumors it's a lot to happen <laughs> but uh anyways did you have any other scoops for Seth versus Logan Paul a
0: couple the the whole zip line entrance was uh
1: I like that that was
0: probably second favorite entrance of the night and um it was just a phenomenal match Micah Great match, man. This this is the theme of night one. It was a lot of great matches on night one.
1: Night one was so good, man. Like, yeah, I seen somebody say something that was like, uh, WrestleMania thirty nine was on the cusp of being WrestleMania seventeen, and then somebody commented, "Oh, so you mean like a really good show and a pointless ending that <laughs> ruined the business for a couple years?" And somebody's like. Oh, well, wait a minute. It might be WrestleMania 17.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can make an argument that this was the the best WrestleMania of all time. Like, top to bottom, match quality-wise. There's an argument to be made. Night one? Both of them. Michael, we had the great match of the triple threat with Gunther, Sheamus, Drew. That was
1: a great match. Mm. We'll get there. I like that match, but for the rest of the show, ooh, boy, howdy. We had a hilarious moment on
0: night two. That's gotta win win some points, right?
1: Mm, that kind of encapsulates all of night two. It just Bro, a train wreck.
0: I, I died laughing for at least five minutes watching that.
1: I didn't. I was like, certainly this is a work. And then they started like I could tell that they were improvising. And I was like, oh no! Like Shane really, really blew his quad out. <laughs>
0: we'll get there.
1: We'll yeah, get there. we we still got a lot of ground to cover. Um what, what you my mean? last scoop for this one, um I thought KSI's appearance was cool and the shenanigans they were a little delayed, but I mean, it was all right. You got two guys in here who don't wrestle all the time. Um you know, I we were sitting there like brainstorming who was going to be in the prime bottle and then the minute, this down to the minute Second before KSI pulls his mask down, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be KSI. Boom, I was right.
0: <laughs> you were, He said, what if it's KSI? And then he just rips the mask off. It's KSI.
1: <laughs> just had to throw that in there as a I told you so, even though I Micah, told you so for two seconds.
0: Micah was booking night one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: that's why I was so good. Yeah, and then I handed it back off to Triple H for night two, and uh, well, see yeah. how that turned out. Well. Do you have any slams? I bet you're probably not. Or did you have any more scoops to go over?
0: Nah, this was a
1: uh, yeah. I just like this match, man. No slams. I could I could see myself going back and watching this. I could rewatch night one right now. That's how good it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I did rewatch night one. It was um. Uh, it still holds up, man.
1: I say it, it just sucks. Night
0: like, two. I say it still holds up
1: like it happened ten years ago. It just happened three days ago. Yeah, I mean. Hey, the fact that you can go back and watch it says a lot more... Says a lot about current wrestling just in general. How much current wrestling do you typically go back and re-watch?
0: Not a lot, but maybe that was to my detriment because going back and watching WrestleMania got me burned out of watching any weekly shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you sat... I would have... I don't know. I would have had to skip through some of it.
0: <laughs> Bro, I watched Standing Deliver, like one, like two, Hall of Fame,
1: and then... I tried to watch Raw, but, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Well, speaking of uh, getting there, let's go ahead and move on to our next match. Damage Control versus Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus and Lita. Um, you know, I'm not going to hate on this one too much, personally. Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish picked up the win. I mean, you got two women in there who don't wrestle regularly, and they're trying to do some cool WrestleMania spots, and that's all right. Uh, you know, you can tell they're a little older, and I get it. That's okay. I'm I'm not going to say this was the greatest match of all time, or I love this. It was on, and it's cool to see Trish and Lita, but past that, yeah, honestly. I don't know. It Gosh. was all right. Be what? <laughs> Be honest, man. Come on. It was okay. I got one scoop. I like the spot on the outside where uh, Trish, mm. uh, uh Becky, and then picked her up. Well, no, I, I thought they picked her up in like a suplex or something, and she kind of like hurricane ranaed somebody off the top into a pile or something.
0: Yeah, isn't it the Stratus faction?
1: Oh well. You know, news she, to me.
0: That's her finisher. She, uh, when they're in the ring, she put them up on the top turnbuckle and she'll do like the
1: hand screen. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, it, I thought that was cool. They fumbled it a little bit, but it was all right.
0: Took a little long to set up, but it was clunky to me, man. I didn't like this match at all. It was a slam. Slam or damage. Just the to- whole match? Yeah, it slammed the whole match. Uh, Lita looked cooked in there. It's time. She, uh, this should be her last. Either this should be her last or the next one where she dropped the titles. Definitely be her last. Uh, Trish, uh, I don't really have any positive things to say about in-ring work, but she had, hmm. uh, um, yeah, she looked, she looked good in their rage, man.
1: Um. <laughs> not the wrestling. Not, just definitely not the wrestling. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say about the match, man. It was that—that's completely fair. the The slam I had was just they had a couple uh, stand and catch spots that, you know, I just don't really care for that stuff. Yeah. Again, I mean they're older women, and you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. And Bailey. Uh, tweeted something after uh, Wrestlemania that was like the greatest love story uh, well you know easy for me to remember um,
0: <laughs> yeah, she made
1: some kind of tweet that maybe she leaves I don't know I think
0: um, I think it was something like she said goodbye And yeah it's
1: and sometimes the most romantic love story comes to an end bye Yeah, and she apparently (laughs) was cut from Raw too. So I don't know, and they didn't mention her at all in commentary.
0: I think, I think a lot of guys on Raw were missing because Triple H just let them have the night off. You know, after an emotional weekend like WrestleMania, all the festivities, probably all the media they had to do. I'm sure he gave a lot of his people the
1: night off. Ugh, I'm not trying to be that guy. Oh, you about to be that guy. <laughs> but I'm about to be that guy. Okay. Come on, man. I know it's a busy weekend. And again, like, I'm not, I don't know their situation. I'm not a pro wrestler. But I would think that WrestleMania, or Raw after WrestleMania, is probably one of the most attention-grabbing shows of the year. You know how many people texted me that were not wrestling fans about the end of night two and i'm sure had it had a decent ending then they might have tuned into raw and raw still did a big number this week Yeah. why would you give your stars the night off
0: you know mike i'm gonna be honest with you um the night after wrestlemania the last couple of years I don't know what people were expecting. Did they want NXT debuts? We haven't gotten that in literally three years. There hasn't been an NXT after, uh, NXT debut after the, the Raw at the WrestleMania. There hasn't been one. Did they want Jay White to appear? Well, he's never advertised. Well, wasn't signed. Uh, what do people want?
1: <laughs> I think people maybe wanted returns. Is there anybody that's on, like Randy? I know there's rumors floating that he was going to be there. Riddle came back. Uh, spoiler alert for the Raw sh- review. But um, I don't know, man. I just remember Raw after WrestleMania. Like, the crowds are always really hot. But yeah. maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's not the same.
0: NXT black and gold, like during that
1: era, yeah, you used to get a lot of call-ups to Raw after
0: WrestleMania. But 2.0? Bro, they really haven't called anybody up like that. Especially right after WrestleMania. Who's the person honestly, that's that has been called up? Except Solo. Solo's the only one I can think of.
1: Uh, Any of the women?
0: Maxine Dupree?
1: She hasn't wrestled. <laughs> she's yeah. Screen, she's but... just a... Yeah. I honestly thought they, were, they might pull Braun up because he lost his title. That would have been catastrophic for his career. Yeah, but okay. now he turned heel, so...
0: He's giving him some some new life on NXT, but yeah, he ain't ready, Mike. <laughs> he ain't ready, man.
1: I haven't been watching, so I couldn't tell you. Maybe this heel stuff will open my eyes a little bit, but
0: at this moment, he's still young, so, you know, I ain't gonna rush him, but NXT 2.0 doesn't... They haven't gotten a lot of call-ups.
1: Do Is the system flawed?
0: I just think they're going in a different approach. They're not going with a bunch of old guys anymore. They're going with young guys, and you don't really want to pull up these young guys before they're ready.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I mean I'm trying to think. Like I think die Jack would probably be okay to be on the main roster.
0: But he was already they... on
1: the main roster. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was Oh of- yeah, he was T Bar. Come on now.
0: <laughs> he was part of retribution.
1: Yeah, get that out of here. Uh I feel like I just had somebody on the on well, you, you the would, tip of my tongue. You would have
0: popped if T Bar would have showed up at the
1: No, I'm just saying they got some guys that they could pull up to the main roster if they really wanted to.
0: I guess, man, but I think people had such a high expectation for the Raw at the WrestleMania. But the last couple years, it's been buns. Like there's nothing really that has happened. I can't think of anything in the past three years.
1: Well, make it four. And speaking of heel turns that did a lot for people's character, this next match was father versus son and sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dominic Mysterio versus Rey Mysterio. This was great. I love this, and I love it even more because people were like, who really wants to see this? Who can believe this? I, You know, this is one of those things that I was able to suspend my disbelief for, and I got really invested in it, and you know I didn't like the Judgment Day when they first started, and you know I didn't like Dominic when I first came back to watching wrestling again. This, honestly, Gun to my head might have been my match of the night. Wow. It was a good match. I I just thought it was a good match. The the antics were good. The entrances were good. Um the commentary. Michael Cole had, had the the night of his life calling this match. And see, that's why it, it just felt like all things uh just came together for this match right here. And I don't know, man. I you know, We'll get to the other two matches and I could understand why you would pick those two and if you did that's cool. But I don't know. I really, really liked Dominic versus Ray. Yeah.
0: The in ring stuff wasn't like great, but it was good and it, it did what it needed to do. But yeah, man, uh I don't remember did we talk about like who had a better rookie year hook or or who was the most improved year over year hook or Don? Did we talk
1: about that? I think we gave most improved to Dom, but I think it was rookie of the year was Hook, Logan Paul, and Braun Breaker. But I'm pretty sure we gave most improved to Dom.
0: We had a discussion about Hook and uh, Dom, though. I think uh, Dom just put all those naysayers, all those people online doubting him. He put all that to rest on Saturday because – Matt, you say what you want, but I can see Dom holding some championships now. I can see that him and Priest together as a duo, him and and Mommy as a duo, man, that's a money act. They have legs to 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 run a long way in the in twenty twenty three twenty twenty four. They're they're gonna they're gonna do big things, especially Dom. Dom gets it, man.
1: I. I want to see where they go from this because I know they're still continuing the feud a little bit uh, because of the Puerto Rico show, but I need happen. to see... Yeah, it could, especially because Bad Bunny's probably going to be involved, just judging off what, you know, kind of transpired in this match and other matches. Yeah. Um, Ray picked up the win here, by the way. Uh, I just want to see what Dom does after this, but you know i'm not disagreeing with you i think that this feud and this heel turn has done wonders for him because before i did not like him and i thought he should go down to nxt and he was too green and i don't know It just sometimes a heel turn ties all the little things up for people who you know are just kind of getting their feet up under them so yeah i don't know my first scoop for this was dom's entrance it wasn't the limo but the police export was pretty good. I had I, I seen a bunch of people on Twitter talking about it was one of the best mania entrances of all time. I don't know, man, if it's all time, but it was definitely of the night and of the weekend. And he had Ray's uh Halloween Havoc ninety seven mask. Was that what that was? I didn't even know that. yeah. It's pretty that's so cool, cool detail. Yeah, it was a good entrance, man. And then Ray followed it up. That's another scoop I had. A a, a stellar entrance, and then Ray comes out on a lowrider to Eddie's music with Snoop Dogg driving the lowrider. Like, come on, man. This, from the jump, this was destined to be great.
0: Yeah. Uh, father avenges his dead best friend by traveling with Snoop Dogg. To beat up a reformed prison son in front of a sentient serial piece.
1: To, See? Uh, where where else can you get that other than pro wrestling? Pro
0: wrestling. It was great though, man.
1: <laughs> Thought I'd never hear that uh Eddie music ever again.
0: Brought a brought a grown man to a little bit of tears watching that, Micah. Really? Yeah, man. I was that was my first little um first dealing with death. It was with Eddie Guerrero on uh when he died in 05. I never dealt with that as a as a young kid. It kind of traumatized me, man. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Well, you know i I would say that, you know, hopefully it wouldn't get any worse. But then Chris Benoit happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was
0: <laughs> that, that was something entirely different.
1: <laughs> yeah, that you were a little older then, and there was a little more details. But yeah, yeah. Nah, that's it's always good to you know. I you know, people point to the sky when they do the frog splash and everything, but hearing the music again and seeing the low rider was a really cool moment. Yeah,
0: I was expecting Vicky, but uh after after
1: everything that happened this week with Vicky, I don't think we're ever
0: gonna see her again.
1: Nah, I, I've seen she got removed from the AW roster page, so I don't think so. That's something else we didn't even talk about happening this weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um But yeah, man, um Great entrance by Ray
1: as well as Dolph. Yeah. Did you have any scoops for this one specifically? For the match? I mean I got a couple scoops. Um
0: man, the crowd investment on this match was it it was nuclear, man. It was they were on their feet for half the match. Michael Cole had the 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 commentary night of his life. A big scoop when it comes
1: to the crowd engagement. What you got? Um, yeah, I just I agree. Uh, you know, people again, people want to say that they didn't want to see this, but people did. And it, I mean, you could tell that's what, another thing, just everything came together for this one. Uh, one of my scoops was I thought the and you know, it's funny because I don't like corny stuff like this a lot of times, but when it works, it works, and when it makes sense, it can be good. When Ray, you know, took the belt out and started whipping Dom <laughs> and then Dom throwing the drink on his sister, like wow. the little stuff like that, it it was good. Dom J F right
0: there. Dom J F.
1: You think she got brought backstage and got free tickets to Raw After Mania? Well, I would hope so. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with a double stack. Go ahead. Two things out of this scoop. One, Ray is still great at his late 40s. He moves like he's in his 30s still, and that's insane. And Dom throwing Ray, who was already flipping into the bottom turnbuckle, was – yeah. I had to do a double take when I first watched it because I thought he got injured. But then, no, that was just the way they planned it, and it looked brutal, but, like, in a good way.
0: It did look brutal, man. Even the referee had to rush over there to check on Ray because, uh, he his head hit the bottom turnbuckle really hard. It was
1: yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah he laid it in. Is that all you got for this one, or you got anything to close us up for this match?
0: No, uh, you kind of hit on everything. Uh, the drink they threw on his sister, and um, uh, it was a it it was a really good match, man.
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I didn't have any slams. I mean, uh, just compelling television. That's all that this was.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, following that, um, for a match that I was not expecting to potentially beat that one for a match of the night, not that I thought it was going to be bad, but we'll get there. uh, For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Dominic Mysterio's Mommy, Rhea Ripley, versus... Charlotte Flair and you know Rhea picked up the win as she should have um right decision so that always helps uh you know I tell you I really enjoyed this by the end of it when it started I was not invested but they really got me hooked towards the end and I gotta throw out a question to you yeah Is this the greatest women's match of all time?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so, man. Uh, Just the setting and the match quality, I don't see how you can top that, really. The only match I would mention, as far as WWE goes, because, you know, I don't watch Josie Pro or Stardom or anything like that, but... Sasha versus Bailey, 2015 NXT Takeover Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that, or um, one that came to my mind was Sasha and Bianca, Bianca from a couple years ago at Mania,
0: or Bianca versus Becky at what was that Wrestle- WrestleMania last year, or was that at SummerSlam? Or was it it both? Uh,
1: I think it was at both, but I think the one at Mania was better. Yeah,
0: but they they had some good matches, but. I don't know, man. Call it recency bias, but
1: it's definitely it's it's up there. It's hard to top it, especially like you said, the setting, and the the thing about these two women is they kind of wrestle the same. They're they're bigger, and they lay their stuff in. It looks real, like realistically, Rhea could wrestle men. Charlotte, meh. Probably, technically-wise, I think she could. Um, And I don't know, man. It just all came together. And you could even tell by the end of it. They got the crowd into it.
0: It started off slow, though. That was one of my slams. Started off slow, but they hooked me in the end. Uh, Yeah. Maybe the story, well, for surely, the story going into this probably is not going to Should it win this
1: match, though, if it doesn't have a story? It depends on what you're grading. I I mean, I think solely from the match Mm -hmm. standpoint, yeah, then it deserves its flowers. If you're going by story, well, then it's up to Dom Dom and Ray or the Usos tag team match because yeah. the story for this one sucked but the match itself was really freaking good and I might even put it over the tag team match that's what these last three throw them in a hat pick one and your answer is not wrong yeah it um under promised and
0: over delivered
1: yep um one of the scoops that i had was that just that they were laying stuff in i've kind of already touched on that just the stuff looked real you couldn't really see through it as much charlotte this isn't a slam this is just something i wanted to mention charlotte got backflipped. kind of i mean it was a german i guess but she flipped through it and landed straight on her nose yeah, and that that was a little scary spot, but it kind of added to it because then she had, you know, her nose was really red, and it was kind of scratched from where she landed on it, and then it just made it look more like a war, and so that always helps.
0: And then the other German soup place off the top road.
1: Yeah, that one too. That she took a couple bumps. That was I don't know if it was her or Ria. I don't know if she was trying to make people think she was getting hurt more to build interest, but I don't know. She took a couple of nasty bumps.
0: Bro, it's what the Cena and Theory match should have been. Cena should have made Theory like Charlotte made Rhea in this match.
1: Yeah. But – You know, I didn't even think about that. She really did – Not that Rhea wasn't in the main event already, but she pulled her up to the main event.
0: Yeah, this is a star-making performance. Charlotte, she had her – She took a lot of dangerous bumps and – she didn't hold back, man. This was – it's our
1: for Matching Night. It's, it's up there. It's up there. And that's thats big props coming from me and you. Like I'm not trying to be like that, but I'm just saying we're not the biggest fans of, like, all women's wrestling. Usually, if it's involving the top six of WWE, then we'll watch it. But I don't know, man. It was – Yeah. it might be Matching Weekend. <laughs> Coming from us, we skipped literally every women's match
0: leading up to this, the week of WrestleMania. We skipped every women's match. But, well, yeah, we, we kind of. See, get...
1: if, I was about to say, if we didn't skip it, then maybe this one wouldn't have been as good. We had to channel all the power into this last match. Well, you know what, when you put it that way. Hey, it makes sense. The math is mathing.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Most definitely.
1: Right outcome, too.
0: Big yeah, job. absolutely. I'm curious as to what the direction of Rhea is now. Because she wasn't on Raw. She wasn't?
1: Well, maybe she was. I don't know. You, you got me questioning now. I I, I thought she was. I don't... She wasn't with the Judgment <sighs> Day, though, right? I think she faced off Bianca. But
0: did she have the
1: Judgment Day th- like, like
0: Titantron and Interest music? I don't know? know.
1: I don't know. I didn't make it that far into the show yet, honestly. Like whenever we watch it, we'll get there, or whenever we do our show. Yeah. But I just saw some stuff online that was like you could I be wonder right. why they would do this. You could be right. I
0: only saw the first hour.
1: Yeah. That same here. I quit after the what was it Theory and Ray. I stayed for
0: the Street Profits and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn.
1: Oh, yep, yeah, you made it a little further than me. Um, did you have any other scoops or anything you want to touch on on this match? Ah, man, great match. Uh, they worked hard, and uh,
0: Charlotte may be taking some time off after WrestleMania. She might just be part time for now.
1: On. <laughs> I seen somebody tweet the other day that they wish that, or <laughs> it's, I wish I had as much holiday time as Charlotte gets.
0: She just came in, beat Ronda, and takes another three or four months
1: off. Yep. I Honestly, I think that's best for Charlotte at this point because people get so sick of her so quick. Yeah. And she's a baby face right now who really needs to be a heel because she don't know how to be a baby face. Yeah. So um, the last thing I wanted to talk about this one, um, my last scoop was a nice finish with a riptide off the top. Makes uh real look really good, leave Charlotte, you know, got hit with a big move to go home, so that works out well. Um, you know, I honestly think that they may have came into this match with a chip on their shoulder because they weren't main eventing, and you know, I still think that Sammy and uh Kevin Owens versus the Usos should have main evented, yeah, but. You know, I mean, in terms of match quality, this was a main event match from these two women who are probably two in the best of the world. And, I mean, that's my closing thoughts. Yeah,
0: couldn't say it better myself, man.
1: So following that was a small segment. Uh, I don't even know if you have anything for this one, but Uh, the Miz and Snoop Dogg were out there to announce the attendance, and Pat McAfee returned and had a match with the Miz, and George Kittle interfered, and Pat McAfee picked up the win. Did you write anything for this one? No, no, not at all. I don't know if
0: the TurboTax commercial was after this or before this, but... It, um Yeah, I it guess it's slam in my opinion. Prolonged the event. It was like a five-minute TurboTax commercial.
1: Do you remember that? Yeah, night two was really bad about it before the main event. But, yeah, that I, you know, we talked about it before for the <laughs> WWE PLEs. I understand the ads, that it is a $5 pay-per-view. But, holy crap. Can yeah. we calm down a little bit?
0: <laughs> man, they making their money, but as far as a viewer or our viewership goes, it's uh, it's a slog to get through it live, man, when well, you gotta watch all these ads. And it's probably gonna get worse now that Endeavor and UFC is a part of WWE. Isn't UFC just rampant with ads right now?
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as night two was before the main event. Personally, like, okay, so typically, because I watch most UFC pay-per-views, and I know you're not a big UFC guy, so they do a fight, and usually they will, if it's if it's the main card, they will do a fight, they show the, wa- the fighters walking back, then they will do um, a promo package, or well, usually they'll cut to commercial, do some ads, stuff like that. Then they may do – you know, like right now they're inducting people in the Hall of Fame, so they'll do a promo package for like Cerrone or Anderson Silva or something like that. Then they'll do ads. Then they'll do a promo package for the match that's about to come up, and then the fighters start walking down. So, to me, it flows a little better. It, It doesn't just feel like, oh, my God, you're stalling for time. But maybe that's just because that's the only way I've ever watched the UFC. Yeah.
0: And it's still crazy to
1: say that UFC
0: and WWE are the same
1: company now, technically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, that should have probably gotten its own episode, but holy crap, what a week.
0: <laughs> Would they change the name of WWE, you think?
1: I don't think so because they they said that they were going to be completely different just under one banner on the stock market. But their stock market name is TKO, which I thought was kind of funny. But the chain of command is Ari Emanuel. Yeah. And then directly under him is Vince McMahon. So So, Dana White works for
0: Vince McMahon.
1: (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Vince has control technically in the chain of Dana.
0: You think Endeavor, you think they... Covet WWE as more of a bigger deal than UFC?
1: Because
0: they, they value WWE at what nine billion?
1: Yeah. What did they pay for UFC? Four. Wow. Yeah, how crazy is that. I think, oh, I don't know. Cause like. It's crazy. Here's man. here's the thing about it. I would arguably say UFC has more fans right now.
0: Sure, sure, you can say that.
1: But WWE packs ten, twelve in an arena twice a week every week, whereas UFC does one show on Saturdays. It's usually at the Apex, and there's like three hundred people there. And oh, they you don't know they.
0: They don't tour weekly. Like they don't have different venues they go to every week. Like
1: sometimes, but not all the time. They have like a a fight center in Las Vegas that they do a lot of the fight nights from. Oh,
0: okay. So how does fight night work? Is it like two hours or? No? Is it like... Uh, it's
1: a couple hour show on. Is it a quick um... show, or is everything like live, live fights? No, it's live. It's like a pay per view just with less interesting fighters. Oh, okay. And I think it just comes on regular ESPN. But you may have to have ESPN plus, for like, the main card. I'm not 100% sure how Fight Nights work because I don't really watch them as much. But the, uh, the pay-per-views, they tour. But, like, think about this. Do you think the UFC could get 80,000 people in an arena?
0: Maybe if they go to, like, Australia or London or something, they could probably do it there. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. There's not a lot of. I'm more of a casual UFC fan at this point. But there's not really a lot of stars that can pack a
1: stadium like that. Who's on top right now? Who's the biggest star in UFC? Is it John Jones? Probably, yeah. John Jones. I mean, Kamaru just lost his belt. Israel just lost his belt. Um. Maybe the Russian guys like Islam Makhachev are draws in Russia. Here, I don't really think many people care about them. So, yeah, I think John Jones and maybe Leon Edwards, the guy that just beat uh, Kamaru Usman, I'd say that's probably your two biggest stars. Well, Connor has a fight coming up, but he's not—he's not as high actually. As yeah, and he's not a champion so i don't know that's the thing like ufc is probably arguably more popular i would say that wwe probably makes more money and their history and their tape library justifies that price
0: and wwe pays their wrestlers more too
1: yeah well again like i told you the other day when we were texting because this is something that bothers me like francis nganu and a lot of people complain about oh fighter pay sucks Fighter pay is this, fighter pay is that. And I get it because I wouldn't want to do it for 50 grand or 60, you know, whatever they make. I don't even think it's that much. You also got to look about it like this. Think about Walmart being like, hey, Ryan, come in and, uh, you know, uh, work for like three hours and we'll pay you 25 grand. Because really that's what they're getting out of you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now yeah. they could let them sponsor like they used to. Yeah, why don't they, they quit do that? doing that? Because they, they don't make money off of it. Ah, but it wouldn't it benefit the fighters though to
0: have the sponsorship deals?
1: Yes, but it it won't benefit the UFC. <laughs> so. That's my spiel on that. That's our slight sidebar on the whole UFC endeavor thing. I I don't know what they value more.
0: We'll 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 talk about it at a later time. But uh, yeah. What what match are we on?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. Um, so we wrapped up Rhea and Charlotte, and we are finally at our main event. It is for the Unified Tag Team Championships. The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and mm. wow. Uh, you know, I, I don't even have anything wrote down for this match because it's just one of those things you have to watch. Yeah. Um, random thought, the Usos main event team, WrestleMania,
0: it puts them as the number one tag team of all time in WWE history. Hmm. Who? There is nobody else that has a better resume than the Usos. Micah. It's not even close. When it comes to the longest reigning tag champions in the company's history, that's the Usos. When it comes to main eventing WrestleMania, which nobody has done for the last 38 years as a tag team, that's the Usos having one of the best storylines going into WrestleMania. How many tag teams can say that? The Usos can say that. I the discussion should be over, Micah. Who you could, who can you put over them?
1: All right, let me let me give you a list. Go ahead. The Road Warriors.
0: Not no, not in WWE.
1: Okay. um. So, okay, are we speaking specifically I, 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 WWE? WWE. Okay, because I was going to say, like, what about the Midnight Express? Oh, but I can't say that. I, we can't compare that. Okay. Dudley boys. Yeah, they got a better career. Steiner brothers.
0: Most definitely. They only had, like, a two-year run in
1: WWE. That's true. I would say Harlem Heat, but they are also... WCW. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Off the top of my head, that sounds like it's wrong, but I don't wrong. know. Um,
0: They've been a tag team for a decade, too. Like how many tag teams have yeah. lasted that long? The New Day? I would put them ahead of the New Day.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd put them ahead of the New Day. Um. Okay. What about the Hardy Boys?
0: See, the Hardy Boys is... is I can't put the Hardys above the Usos because the Hardys only tag teamed for, what, 99 to 2001, and then they broke up? And then they got back together a little bit in 06, and they broke up again? Can we really put that resume, the four-year run they had against the Usos run?
1: Okay, let me compare that same thing to Edge and Christian. Or the Hart Foundation. Uh, I don't know.
0: I still think the Usos clear, man. I just, I don't know. This WrestleMania main event, it kind of,
1: it solidified it for me, at least. Who would
0: you, who would you put ahead of? I don't.
1: I'm not saying that you're wrong, because it's hard to, when you really sit down and think about it. If we're again, if we're speaking just WWE. Because, like, I mean, I would probably say the Midnight Express or the Steiner Brothers or, you know, Harlem Heat, maybe. Um, or the Road Warriors. I would definitely put the Road Warriors over them. Sorry, that's just, they call it the Road Warrior pop for a reason. Um, But strictly WWE speaking, I mean, I Hardee's, Edge and Christian, Hart Foundation. But like you said, they all have pretty short runs. Um,
0: And just the Usos having the longest reigning tag championship reign of all time. I don't, and then they unified both titles, Mike. <laughs> I don't see how you can put anybody's resume up against them.
1: Who's second? The second longest?
0: Yeah. The New Day have the second longest reigning uh, run. But they beat Demolition, which stood for, like, 30-plus years. Holy crap. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, the New Day
0: beat it a couple of years ago. But then the Usos beat the New Day reign, uh, you know, uh, for the last By team. about
1: 200 days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me ask you one last team because you brought them up. Demolition.
0: It's tough, but I still think the Usos have a better run. And, you know, that's me because, of course, I grew up in the era of the Usos, so I'm not going to have an unbiased opinion about the Usos compared to Demolition or something. But I don't know, man. Just going by watching their old stuff and them eclipsing their
1: longest reigning tag run, I think the Usos clear, man. They're in rarefied air. I'll say that. They we definitely You don't like this. No I do, I really do, but there's one issue that bothers me about this whole thing is they've kind of been lackeys for their whole run. Like Drew would clear the ring and he'd beat up the Usos and then Roman would get away. That bothers me.
0: Yeah.
1: But I okay, I will reason with you and say that they are at least at like The table there. It's just hard because I'm. You know I'm gonna agree with you. I'll have to agree with you. On strictly WWE only. Yeah. Then I think it's got to be those. Those maybe demolition, but that's got to be it. Yeah. I. Man, it
0: it's just hard to compare anybody else really with the WrestleMania main event under the belt now.
1: Yeah. That too. That's like a notch in the belt. That's like, oh well, nobody else has got that. So for the match, um, what do you have for scoops? Wow,
0: um, a few spots I got scoops. I think Sami Zayn delivered a brainbuster to one of the Usos. I think it was Jimmy on the apron. It yeah, was pretty pretty gnarly to take. I would not want to take that. You know, that's the hardest part of the ring,
1: Michael. Yep. Yeah. They they don't they don't lie to us when they say it. Did they mention that. I, I don't know. I just know they normally do every time. <laughs> they do mention that like six times a match. Uh, you know the
0: audible trash talk was a really nice touch cause, you know it made it it made the match feel more you know like there was a real conflict going on. That's a Triple H-ism. And Roman, too. Roman does that a lot in those matches. I don't know if you noticed that. How can you not notice that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then the 1D. The 1D. The Usos hit the 1D on... Was that Sammy? I think it was Sammy. It was
1: Sammy, yep. He hit
0: him with the 1D. The Usos did. And Sami Zayn kicked out at 2. Place went crazy. And it was the first time that someone has kicked out of the 1D, Micah.
1: Yep, and uh, you, you got your list from earlier of your people who...
0: You know I've come prepared, Micah. Jesus, <laughs> I am. Okay, so I went and did a little research. You know, I went down the rabbit hole, uh, and I found out that the Dudley Boys, their finisher move is 3D. Of course, Micah, you're aware of that, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, the Usos have adopted
0: that move and called it the 1D. Well, nobody has kicked out of the 1D. However, going back to the Dudley Boys' almost 30-year career, only two people have kicked out of the 3D. Do you want – well, I think we already talked about this, i was going to ask you, uh, do you know who it is? But it was Chris Saban and TNA and Masato Tanaka at ECW November to Remember for some reason i don't know why he kicked out of that but yeah that was the only two times in history that someone has kicked out of the 3d So going back 30 years this move has only been kicked out of three times
1: and this is obviously the biggest stage um that you could kick out of it and i would honestly say that sammy's probably the biggest star out of all those guys no disrespect but you know
0: when you protect a move like that for 30 years, man, it's a huge deal when somebody kicks out of it. And the crowd, yeah. I, I mean everybody, you could tell everybody thought it was over. I thought it was over. But when Sammy kicked out, man, the place went crazy. And that I wish they would protect more moves like that, honestly.
1: It makes it better, man. It, you get more invested because you're like, "Oh my god, there's no way he's going to kick out here." And then every now and then you get that that little spark. See, um, that's the-
0: That's the way it should be. I hate, I hate when it turns into a finisher kickout fest. And that, we had a lot of that on night too. But yeah, man. So when they protect finishers, that's, those are the type of matches I, I, I really like. And, um, any more scoops for this? Oh, man, the story, the setting, the stakes. This may have been my favorite tag match of all time. Um, in my opinion, it's, it's hard to top the WrestleMania main event, the story, the it, cause Mike, it's a, a year, two year long story. They had built up. It was a match that was back and forth. There was a lot of kickouts that you weren't sure the person was going to kick out. And then one more scoop before I let you unleash on this match. Go ahead. I don't know if you caught up or caught it when Sammy hit the two haluva kicks. And then on the third one, he grabbed Jay, pulled him close. And he said, I'm sorry, Oose. They went back to the corner and hit him with the th- no, Rose. Man, it was emotional, man. It brought me back to, I'm sorry. I love you. You know, from WrestleMania 24, yeah. it brought me back to that, man. It, just the little things in the match like that. Yeah. Great, great way to end the night perfect ending to Wrestlemania but then we got night two hmm.
1: I will close up night one and this match as a whole cause you did a, a stand up job of covering that one What's and that? I have no slams it was it was great people were crying in the crowd of elation that Sammy and Kevin Owens won these tag team titles and I, always- I don't Yeah, they were crying because that's the first time they've won it together in WWE. And it's on the biggest stage of all, ever. And...
0: It's two guys look like that. (laughs) And they get to have the biggest moment on the biggest wrestling show of the year.
1: And they wrestled in (laughs) t-shirts. They wrestled in (laughs) t-shirts. But, I mean, it just... It's the perfect way to close up night one... And I don't know about greatest tag match of all time, but you know it's it's got a spot at the table, yeah, I'd have to re-watch it honestly needed that's what we can do for one of these holidays. we can do a a watch like a tournament of our favorite best tag matches of all time, something like that but Bro, uh,
0: it's crazy, man, Just looking back these guys ten years ago. I don't know if you could follow in ROH, but you know, I, I got into a lot of ROH 2014, 2015. And I heard a lot about these guys. And I never thought somebody like Kevin Owens would get signed by WWE back in 2014. And then he did get signed. And then he beat John Cena his first night on the main roster. And then fast forward, he's winning the main event of WrestleMania yeah. in a
1: T-shirt. And the year before that made invented with Stone Cold. So Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. It crazy, it's man. it is a crazy journey for these two and uh all in all, just a great night. Night one was great. I wish it could have ended there, honestly, but uh
0: What what what'd you get in night one? One ten.
1: <sighs> uh Um, let me go nine. I'll just solid nine. Yeah, nine sounds fair.
0: Because there's three matches on here, man. That could win match of the year on some people's list
1: when it's yeah. all. Seven, nine. And you know, Cena in theory was eh. Yeah. And the women's six way match uh, was all right. I think that's what weighs it down. But other than that, I mean, there's very little that they could have done to have a better wrestlemania especially like you said that three match run right there at the end like that's how a card should be built that your your final your last couple matches man they were just all hitting. so that it leaves a good taste in your mouth and so that's what you think about you think about oh man i was so happy that night or i was so uh you know just I guess well, what's the word I'm looking for? Entertains. Entertains. Oh, oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was all around great night. I go nine as well, nine
1: point two maybe, just to be difficult. Yeah. Well, speaking of difficult, WrestleMania wasn't over. Oh. And there's a night two to follow. There's a night two. Well, I guess there has to be, and I guess we got to talk about it. Yeah all right so to start us off for night two the battle of the beast the big meaty men slapping meat Brock Lesnar versus Omos and I don't think I had really any expectations coming into this and maybe that made it better I don't know um I'll go ahead and start us off. Brock Lesnar did pick up the win, which was pretty expected. Uh, For one of my scoops, I've never seen somebody throw Brock Lesnar like that. And that was really jarring. Because to start off the match, I think Brock went for like a, a takedown or something and almost just picked him up and tossed him. Yeah. Yeah, um...
0: This is probably Omos's best match. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, it's a small catalog, but.
0: It was short, man. It was short, sweet. We got the F5, which we all expected to see. Uh, Brock Lesnar winning was a bit of a surprise just because, you know, I bought into all the backstage speculation that this was going to be Brock's last match for at least a little while. But it looks like he's sticking around, and, uh, well, we'll talk about what else. Hmm.
1: Yeah. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, That was actually one of my scoops, though, was that it was short and sweet because we didn't need some 25-minute master class from these two. No. Nope. Um, And I can't believe you didn't catch it. You're usually the tracker. What's up? We got a almost scoop slam. Oh, man, I didn't catch that one. Well, wow, look at now you're slacking on the job oh. and you went back and watched night two. <laughs> I didn't watch this match. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, you know, I can't say that I blame you. Yeah. Um, the only slam I had for this one because I mean, I didn't hate this match or anything. Um, did this really deserve to be on the card over a LA Knight or a Bobby Lashley? You know, something like did almost deserve this spot. Did Omas? nah, probably not, but they had a feud. They
0: paid off the feud. Rock did the F5. Omas did 7-3. Crowd went wild. It did what it needed to do, man. I'm not saying that Omas deserves a spot over LA Knight or Bobby Lashley, but realistically, Bobby did have a storyline going into WrestleMania. Unforeseen circumstances cut that storyline short. So I really, I mean, it's not Bobby's fault. It's just one of those things, Bray. I don't want to say it's his fault because uh, it's probably a serious situation he's going through. But yeah, man, just it just happens. Stuff happens.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that's probably the best way to sum it up for that one. So following that was the women's tag fatal four-way just like they had for night one but with the men's and uh you know who who won this <laughs> was it live i yeah no 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 no
0: it was ronda oh uh, ronda and Shayna. they didn't do anything
1: no ronda came in i, I don't she have like a broke arm did, i think she just came in and did like one move and then they won yeah i think yeah something's wrong with her at least i don't know uh i'm honestly i didn't have anything for this match it was just kind of on and i knew what i was going to get with the parties involved
0: yeah i didn't write anything down
1: glad for these women that they could be at wrestlemania moving forward to uh the best match of night two without a doubt, um, but potentially night of the weekend, potentially match of the year, night of the weekend, potentially match of the weekend or match of the year for the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Wow. How did they manage to top Gunther and Sheamus? Oh, they, man, only slam I
0: got, get the slam out of the way, is Titus. <laughs> this he this should be his last night on commentary. <laughs> I feel like they told him to chill out halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> he was just yeah and talking over Corey Graves half the match and then the second half of the match it was like he took a so on. <laughs> but yeah, this is a yeah, not Titus's best work. And uh, I don't know if commentary is the right position for old Titus.
1: Well, like night one for the triple or for the fatal four-way tag match, it worked. Night two, I don't know if it was just because the match was more serious or something. But he kept saying something over and over. Call the police! Call the police! And I was like, okay, we get it. It's (laughs) not funny anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah, sir, thanks for coming, Titus. Uh, we enjoyed you night one, night two. Oh, well, see you on yeah. Monday. Yeah. Keep the global ambassador role. Well, you know, I might want to take him over Kevin Patrick. Oh, man, I would take the sex dog that they're using DDT <laughs> over Kevin Patrick, man. Uh, well, you know, just let Corey Graves do his own thing the whole night. What, what do you think, Yoshihiko? I know, it's a great match. <laughs> hey, man, I'd be sports entertained. Hey, it might be. It'd be just like the raw general manager.
0: Didn't that turn out to be Orange Water?
1: <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why we're talking about all this awful crap on this great match review. Um, I didn't have any slams, but, you know, the Titus commentary is a fair slam. Other than that, for scoops, what do you have for this match? Wow. The chop exchange that Drew and Gunther had that lasted,
0: I don't know, man, like a minute, but they threw like 20 or 30 chops at each mm-hmm. other. they I didn't realize Drew had such a gnarly chop,
1: man. He, like he was out-chopping Gunther. I guess maybe he just don't do it all the time, but he should because, dang, like they – that kind of ties into my scoop that they just, I mean, just like Rhea and Charlotte, they beat the piss out of each other, not pulling anything. And no, that's the kind of stuff that gets over and gets people standing up. So that was great. Yeah,
0: yeah you couldn't see through anything. They were um...
1: – man, Seamus and Drew, they're
0: really underrated nowadays. But – I don't know if Gunther should have won this match. Am I crazy for thinking
1: that? I see your point, but to me, I think that Gunther needs to beat the Intercontinental uh, record because the Intercontinental record holder is Honky Tonk, man.
0: Hey, don't you despair is the good name of
1: the Honky Tonk man. Look, I'm just saying no disrespect to Honky Tonk Man but if you're like you know, Bruno San Martino Pedro Morales Bob Backlund Hulk Hogan Roman Reign, like you know that, that carries some weight, those are some names Honky Tonk Man? Hey. And that's your number one? Hey. hey man you can't, come on
0: now remember that theme song? He was the first one to have that sung his theme song.
1: I'll give him some props for that. All I'm saying is Gunther needs to beat the record, and he's only got a couple months to go. If they don't pull the trigger with him, I don't think they're going to do it with anybody.
0: It probably made more sense now that Roman is still the champion. But if Cody would have won, I think Gunther should have dropped it, and then they probably could have had a few. But I guess it makes sense in hindsight, seeing how the main event went. But yeah, man, um, the finishing sequence. Can I hit you with a double stack? I think I went last. Two. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Finishing sequence. Hey, the, Gunther, said, did he powerbomb Shane? No, he powerbombed Drew, and then he powerbombed Sheamus on top of Drew. Yep. And then he got the pinfall, man. I,
1: great, great. I thought he was going to stack him like Roman. I he did too.
0: <laughs> that would've been great too.
1: <laughs> I was but, uh, waiting yeah, for him to stack them up because then I was gonna be like, "Oh man, it's gonna be wow. great!" Like <laughs> then we get to have this Roman Gunther feud down the line, and then Cody and Gunther. But and then we saw the main event.
0: You know, three ways are hard to do, man. But these guys worked hard, and it was probably it was up there for greatest three ways of all time, and at least for WrestleMania. I don't know about. Maybe not going back to WWE history, maybe not the best, but I don't know, man. It's, it'd be hard to top this match right here. Everything looked stiff. Gunther looked good. Drew looked good. Sheamus looked good. Great match, man. And you know what? I did, I like that there was no interference.
1: Yeah.
0: No, Why's there interference?
1: No. Am I misremembering?
0: Oh, okay, okay. No brawling Brutes. No Imperium. It was just three guys.
1: Proving who the best one was, basically. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. That Just a bar fight. Yeah. That, like, you know, I know. I know I'm putting enough stock in myself that I know I'll come out of here winning. I don't need my goons to help me. So, yeah. I, I Man, I, I don't know. We've said this, I guess, about so many matches on this card. <laughs> uh, you know, dang, it's so great. I don't know what else to say. But go watch this. Go watch if you didn't watch WrestleMania, I imagine if you're listening to us, you probably did. Go watch Sammy and the Usos. Go watch this. Go watch Dom and Ray. Go watch Rhea and Charlotte because it's all great stuff. And um,
0: and go watch the first thirty minutes of Roman and Cody.
1: <laughs> yeah, does everything up until the end. And even yeah. like my wife was watching this one with me because um, she she likes the. Uh, I don't know. She likes the fact that the intercontinental—you might have just heard a cough. Um, she likes the fact that the intercontinental championship is being fought for uh, by international wrestlers. I, she just thinks that concept is cool. Plus, she likes that all their stuff looks, you know, solid and you can't see through everything like most people. Um, but when Sheamus was hitting drew with the what's what is it where he drapes him over the top and he uh 10 beats of that
0: something
1: yeah dude he hit him for like 30. yeah it was uh, gross and my wife was like oh my god like uh bro if i if i took one of those my soul would left my yeah (laughs) i would have just crumpled down onto the apron
0: I would have had to carry me out like Dave Shane later.
1: Oh, man. Oh, well, we're hey, we're getting close. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. And you know, oh, go
0: ahead. Before we get off of it, um, this is the first time the IC title has been defended at WrestleMania in a um, decade, maybe?
1: Oh, no, we can't. Could have been since 29. No, it couldn't have been because Cardona won it a couple years ago. 32. So maybe that was the last one. Let me fact check you there, sir. Um, While I'm looking at that, I just did want to say that this is definitely um, on the contention for match of the year. Like this is... yeah yeah it's you know i've got to consider mjf and danielson and at some point i need to watch omega and osprey um but it's up there i don't need (laughs) to watch do we really need well i don't know even people that don't love omega said that it was uh a good match, we'll so we'll see.
0: Maybe we'll catch it for the Scoopies. Yeah, the MD, yeah
1: probably so. Um, It was defended at WrestleMania 37 in a Nigerian drum fight between Apollo Crews and Biggie. Oh, man, come on. We don't count <laughs>
0: 37 never happened. <laughs> 37. Do you remember Apollo Cruz's run? Were you following anything no, at that point?
1: That's why I was like,
0: oh, he was champ. <laughs> My God, do you remember when Coming to America 2 came out? No. Okay, do you know what Coming to America is? Is that Eddie Murphy movie where he's like a Nigerian prince?
1: Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, well, they made a sequel,
0: and Coming to America was a big movie back in the 80s, and they finally made a sequel to it. Okay, so. Apollo Crews! <laughs> He somehow turned heel and then developed a Nigerian accent, and then all of a sudden he is Nigerian royalty managed by Davo Kato. It was a really, really weird time, Micah. But they were trying to capitalize, I guess, off the hype from the movie Coming to America too. It was really weird because Apollo Crew doesn't have a Nigerian accent, but he put on one for uh, that little run he had, man. It was a pretty decent run.
1: See, I caught the tail end of that because I remember Davo Kato being with him. At least when I was getting back into wrestling because like, I was listening to podcasts talking about the current product and then they were talking about that. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. His,
0: his, his name was Commander Aziz at that
1: point. Yep. With Apollo uh, Cruz.
0: Yeah, man. It, people were calling it racist because he went to the ring carrying a spear. And I don't know if you... uh <laughs> I don't know if you think that's racist. I mean, he was African. He was carrying a spear. And, you know, the WWE doesn't have a good track record when it when it comes to portraying people as a non-racist. <laughs>
1: yeah, and usually, especially with the black community. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you do that? that's... Well, you draw your own. <laughs> yeah, that's not my call, but you know, if I had to put it on the spectrum of is or not, I'm probably leaning more towards is. Well, he was the
0: IC champion; they gave him that. But yeah, what a what a weird run that was
1: for Apollo Crews. Yeah, just like when they I remember when uh, Triple H was like, "Didn't you used to have a Jamaican accent, Kofi?" <laughs> Um, yeah, it
0: was like that, but reverse, man. Apollo Crews just started talking to Nigerian.
1: Athletes. Yeah, at least Kofi just dropped it. You can chalk that up to just being in America for so long. But well,
0: Apollo Crews dropped it now. now he's in NXT. He doesn't do anything. Yeah,
1: lost it. He well, he he got off SmackDown, and then it was like, ah, yeah. back to speaking. Went to speech. Yeah. Um, but it was defended. So Twice and no, 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 no. It was defended at 36 and 35. What
0: was 36?
1: Um, Well. Pre-show don't count. If you wouldn't ask me. No, it was, uh, uh, I just saw it.
0: Wait a minute, 36 was uh, Cruz and Kofi. Not Cruz and Kofi, Cruz and uh, Big E, Big E. It was the NBA Arena
1: one, wasn't it? No, that was 37. Uh, 36 was Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan.
0: Oh my God. No, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan was the empty one. Mm-hmm. And dang, man, I totally forgot about all those views.
1: Well, that's fair considering the time. And then before that, it was Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, that was a squash. Yep. Four minutes. Most of the intercontinental title matches are like under five minutes. Then before that, it was Seth Rollins beat The Miz and Finn Balor. That was a
0: good
1: match. Anyways, we're way off on a tangent. Um, Great match. All three guys deserve their flowers, and we can't really say much more about it. So, we'll move on. The Raw Women's Championship match was up next. It was Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Oh... Um, for all the praise that we just heaped on Rhea and Charlotte, I just didn't enjoy this one as much. It didn't feel like it clicked.
0: It wasn't a bad match. It was. It was okay, man. They had, they did a couple things. It was alright.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't. I guess it just wasn't as good as the night before. Personally, and maybe that was the downfall.
0: Um, yeah, when you, when you compare it to that, yeah, it it's not in the same ballpark.
1: Yeah. And I don't think it was Bianca's fault, to be honest with you. Dang, just
0: bury Oscar.
1: Man. Well, I don't know, just little stuff that I picked up on. I think that Bianca is, because this seems more like an outlier to me on Bianca's record than it does on Oscar's record.
0: I thought Asuka had some really crisp counters in this match. She had a lot of counters that looked good. Uh, Bianca did that little deadlift superplex off the apron, which took, like, a lot of strength. Yeah. And I think, was it Bianca that hit Asuka with a Batista bomb on the floor? Or was that Asuka?
1: Oh, I think it was Bianca hitting Asuka with that. Yeah, that was, man, I wouldn't want to take that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're gonna take it, take it at WrestleMania. But oh my god, Ugh.
0: Yeah, but that was bad.
1: Um, she's like forty.
0: Isn't she? Taking those bumps like... That.
1: No, I don't think she's that old. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, she is. Oh, she's forty-one. Wow, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Japanese people, Asian people, they just don't. They, they don't age. They age backwards. <laughs> Um, since I think you just hit me with all your positives about this one, the scoops I had, I thought that Bianca feels like a megastar to me. Um, yeah, even just the entrance and everything also, uh, prayers up to that little contortionist girl, Triple H said it after the press conference that about her mom passing, I can't imagine Yeah getting up on a good day and being out there in front of 80,000 people, much less a day like that. So, you know, our condolences.
0: Yeah. Triple H, he was, um, he was torn up talking about it, man. It was, you can tell it meant a lot to him. Yeah. and uh, She got to have that moment
1: with Bianca. Yeah. And, and Bianca, you could tell made that moment special for her. So I, I don't know, man, even like the stuff Bianca did at SummerSlam, um, with the marching band and this entrance to Bianca just feels like a big deal. And honestly going into this, I thought Oscar should win by the end of the match. I was glad that Bianca won because yeah. I just don't think they really have anything anywhere to go with Oscar and Bianca just, I don't know she reps the brand well too. Um does, but they're running the risk, man. Uh- having her champ for too long. Yeah. Because who does she have left?
0: Who does she have left?
1: I guess that's true. Well, that's why I need the draft. I was hoping that was coming soon, and that was going to be Triple H's announcement on Monday, but it was not. And the last scoop that I had was, I thought the ending sequence was done well with Bianca. Well, that was the deadlift, you said, right? Nah, that was a, well, you know, I don't remember what the finish was. (laughs) I feel like she like had squatted down to maybe catch her or something, and she basically just did like a full press squat and then hit the KOD. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. That, that that sounds right in my mind. That was the finish. Okay, well, yeah, I thought that was a good good uh way to end it. And all in all, right winner, good solid match. Not my favorite. Um. And, you know, I'm I'm ready to see where Bianca goes from here. Yeah. My only slam was I thought it got a little sloppy at times. Uh, that's fair. Speaking of sloppy, uh, Shane O'Mac returned oh my God. <laughs> and ripped his <laughs> knee open right in the middle in front of God and everybody and 80,000 people. Bro, I cannot mm-hmm. believe my eyes.
0: I thought, it
1: was, I thought it was the word, man. You could not. That was one of those moments. Yeah. You just took the word straight out of my mouth. You could not have. I don't even. He comes down to confront the Miz, and they go to have this match. And I mean, he did like a drop down, and he jumped up to go over the Miz. And the minute he landed, he just crumbled. He got
0: some good air on that. That, that leapfrog too, man. Oh yeah, maybe too much air, even. You could hear the crowd started. You still got it, check. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man!
0: And then the Miz, the Miz kept on running, and he finally just stopped and put his hands up.
1: He should have done that uh, that two K glitch where they just like keep running back and forth <laughs> on the ropes. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that was the funniest thing in wrestling
0: that I've seen since probably the Maximum Male Models thing at Summerslam last year.
1: Yep, that was oh it. Man. Just oh. and they could tell you could tell Miz like didn't know what to do, <laughs> like the panic on his face, and then. I mean, props to him and Snoop for planning something out. I honestly think it was better that Snoop hit the people's elbow of all things. It was, um he,
0: it was a stiff people's elbow too, man. He jumped on me yeah. But <laughs> oh man, I don't know. This... You can tell Shane, man. He he looked he looked jacked coming out there too. He can tell he was training hard. He probably called up Vince the week of and said, Man, I can do this. <laughs>
1: Let me have one more before you sell the company. <laughs> you think that's it for old Shadow i am
0: sorry man <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. uh. it's gonna be it for at least six months
0: man <laughs> yeah that's that's true. ain't no way he's gonna go out like that though. you know he's gonna have he's gonna have at least one more match. He's gonna have to redeem himself. <laughs>
1: But you know, oh, man, what if it was like a planned angle, too, and then that just oh God. threw the whole thing off? What if we get Stephanie come out and
0: tear her quad too, to finish the McMahon legacy of tearing your quads in unforeseen moments on live television? Because what are the odds, man? What are the odds that Vince has tore tears both his quads at the Rumble in 05? And now here, Shane... What, 19 years later, 18 years later, had the same injury on live television? Whose was worse? I, mean, I don't know. Vince was probably more embarrassing.
1: Yeah, because Vince had to sit in the ring and conduct traffic. Like, at least that kind of pulled Shane off. And then you just he just dissipated into darkness and you never heard about him again. But like Vince had to sit there and finish the angle. Yes. And then, oh man, I don't know. I think I'd rather be Shane. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. That was it. Was up
0: there for my moment of the <sighs> night. And it's... I, I hope Shane gets better, man. I don't. I'm not laughing at. <laughs> The fact that he's hurt, but just
1: the way he got hurt. <laughs> but prayer is up for Shane O'Mac. It makes it worse, too, because it's WrestleMania. Like, if it was any other night. Yeah. But it's, like, the biggest stage, and he returned, and... Oh, man, I'm crying. And props to Snoop
0: Dogg for saving that segment. <laughs> yeah. I think the referees but... and the cameraman were kind of direct in traffic, but Snoop Dogg got some good in- instincts for being a celebrity.
1: Yeah, I think Triple H said that girl referee is the one that told him to hit the people's elbow. Did you see that clip that I sent you? Yeah, where the cameraman was like, punch miss, <laughs> Old Stu, saving the segment, man. Yep. Look at him. That's why he got acknowledged on Monday. <laughs> well, our co-main event was up next. Um, Had some good laughs. Time to be serious because we got Brood Edge because he has nothing about the Brood with him other than we just put Brood Edge on the Titantron. And uh, Finn Balor painted himself and said he was a demon, so everybody referred to him as a demon. He stuck his tongue out a lot, too. Yeah. Oh, well, he... Not only did he stick his tongue out, he split his head open in the middle of this one. That was oh go look at pictures of that he had a giant split on his head oh you
0: could see all the blood on the mat i can only imagine what it looked like live
1: yeah um but this one was a hell in a cell and yeah i mean i got a couple things i'll just run down them real quick the match was okay i didn't hate it i mean it was fun watch kind of long yeah uh the three scoops that I had was the fact that we had uh, the non-colored cage, the kendo stick spot where he trapped Balor in the corner with the kendo sticks. I thought that was neat. Uh, just something new. Hadn't really seen that before, at least that I can remember. And the coup de off the platform. Yeah. I'm not sure why the platform was there, but it was inventive. So yeah. I like it. I got that too. The um, Edge entrance, well, they had licensed music. Yeah. Who, who was it? Slayer. Slayer? Yeah, I don't know who yeah. they are, but Corey Graves was excited. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but I mean, hey, yeah, for the kind of people that like those kind of things, that's the kind of things those people like. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I didn't really like his entrance, though. Edge or Fence? Edge. It was uh, I don't, like a disco, disco inferno. That's what made me think of. I probably Not was. the wrestler, but. Yeah, I thought I was tweaking, man. I didn't know what he had on
0: his face. It was like, a, like a
1: disco ball, like you said. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was odd. Um, Do you have any other scoops for this one? Nah, man. You pretty much covered everything. Uh, this is probably Finn's best match,
0: but it really wasn't I probably won't go back and watch this at all. Yeah. Ever again. It was violent, but we didn't really get to see a lot of violence because it had to shoot away when the blood happened.
1: Yeah. That was one of my slams. Like, looking at it now and how bad that cut was, I understand. But in the moment, I was like, Man, it's hell in a cell. Like, show a little blood, you know what I mean? They didn't, did you notice they didn't even zoom in on Finn's face past that point? Yeah, I,
0: man, they've been doing that for years. When
1: a hard way cut happens and there's a lot of blood,
0: they stop the match and they try to staple it up and stop the bleeding. They've been doing that and they never shoot it. Even go look on the YouTube channel, Micah, for like any. Matches that they've released on their YouTube channel,
1: yeah black and
0: white it's black and white, yeah <laughs> they just i don't know what it is, man the p g
1: format has just it is what it is at this point I don't know it just uh, there's there's a happy medium where like you can show blood and you're not John moxley, and you just kind of find your medium in there where like, oh, it's hell in a cell. It's a pretty gruesome match. We're probably going to have blood, but not like, oh, well, here I ripped open three of the arteries in my head. I think,
0: I think it's easier.
1: Well, it's probably harder to control the blood when it's a
0: hard way cut Yeah, more than the blade job. So, I mean, you know, looking off that cut that Finn had, man, it probably was. It was probably best. Yeah, I guess. It is what it is. You expect it in twenty twenty three WWE. I remember Finn had a match with Samoa Joe at Takeover Dallas in twenty sixteen. And Samoa Joe got cut open and they would not let him wrestle. And he just kept on trying to push the doctors away. But no, they stopped the match to clean up the blood. And it ruined all the momentum of the match. And it just Are happened. you serious? Yes, it happened. It, they take over Dallas in twenty sixteen. Finn versus Samoa Joe. And man, it's just it's just modern WWE. What are you gonna what are you gonna do? They mm. have safety precautions that they follow. And uh you know, it's it sucks for the viewers, but I guess it's for the safety of the competitors and uh, yeah.
1: Or at least that's what they tell you.
0: Yeah. Bring back the chair shots to the head.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's what I like Man, <laughs> oh, man I'm kidding.
0: But, yeah, man, uh yeah.
1: Just a bland LMSL for what it's worth. Yeah. Well, speaking of killing all your momentum. Oh. We have arrived <laughs> at the main event of night two. Man, you, you allied that one for me perfect. The tribal chief... Roman Reigns versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, for all the belts. Can I
0: throw out a random stat for you, Micah?
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I'm the
0: analyst tonight. I'm going to throw you one yeah. I'm hit you one more stat. One more. All right. So I don't know if you caught this, but Michael Cole said that this is the 15th time a member of the Anoa'i family has main evented WrestleMania. Holy crap! That's
1: that's insane, is it? <laughs> out of forty, yeah, that's that gum. That's close to half.
0: And you got Rock, Roman, and Yokozuna
1: all combined fifteen. Jeez, man, how crazy is that? Well, does that? It, well, I I would say it would count for Jimmy and Jay too, but it was the same. Uh, okay, well, maybe, yeah. WrestleMania, so, but shoot, think about that though. That's five people in their bloodline that have main evented a WrestleMania. That's crazy. Yeah, almost
0: half of the WrestleManias involved this family.
1: Jeez, yeah, no, I didn't hear that, but that's a that's a really cool stat, though. I mean, the stars that that family has produced is insane. Yeah. Um. And even some of the lesser known ones, I would say, the Wild Samoans, uh, even Rikishi, Umaga, like just how many of them have became successful professional wrestlers is insane. But not to mention WWE champions and WrestleMania main eventers.
0: And all the ones outside the WWE bubble, like uh, I saw Booker T, Jacob
1: Fatu, Jacob
0: Fatu. I see. I saw Booker T is training. I think it's Umaga's son. Yeah, I, man. And he, he's huge too. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's like every time you, every time you look up, there's another, another, <laughs> another, another yeah. God dang.
1: Yep. You can start a whole company with them. <laughs> hey, I'd watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. Well, anyways. um, Oh boy. I, you know, I didn't even write any scoops or slams particularly for this one because I was just in the moment watching the match and I've got to say probably one of Roman's best matches. That's fair. At least Mania matches for sure because, I mean, this is better than most of his Brock matches. That first Brock match was good, but I'd probably put this one ahead, yeah. And I, there was two Scoop Slams from Roman and Cody, so I did remark that too. Um, but, I mean, just so much of this was great. The crowd was so invested. Um, Solo's interference at the beginning, like when the ref would turn around and he hit Cody with the belt, and it was like, oh, you know the ref hurt at that time. The, the little stuff like that. You talked about earlier, the Roman... Trash-talking during his match. Uh, the stare-down at the beginning.
0: Whoa, whoa, Micah, you're forgetting the most important thing to happen in this mm-hmm. match. The Before before Cody entered the the ring, man, we got the oh, yeah. door being opened with negative one.
1: Cody did pass his weight belt to him, and they mentioned that that was uh, there you go. Brody. Brody. They said it was Luke Harper's son. He signed, isn't he, to AEW? Uh, I don't. I don't know how that contract works. I think it's like, <laughs> as soon as he turns eighteen, he can sign if he wants to. They, I saw the graphic. They said negative ones are all leave, so it counts. It counts. Well, maybe his mom signed off then. Well, anyways, um, that was a cool moment though. And man, I. Uh, you want to just go ahead and. I, Blow our load here. Man, it was a good match. i say
0: that. It was good. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of back and forth. The crowd was electric. They had all the makings of an all-time classic. But then all of that got retconned when the Usos interfered again. But Sammy and KO were there to save the day. They had the neutralizer. Yeah. Cody had the neutralizer with Sammy and KO. Great. But then Solo, he came back after he got ejected from ringside? What? Why would you even eject him then? I, I don't know who laid that out, but that was an awful way to reintroduce Solo. That was probably the perfect time to introduce a new member, man, if you're going to have some interference. Why, yeah. eject, why
1: eject him if you were going to just have
0: him run in anyway?
1: that's that was questionable but I don't even know if that was the part that bothered me as much as just the the interference itself I I can't understand in my mind like even after they've tried to justify it with this and that uh. I don't know, man. I was so certain that Cody had it when he he hit him with, what, two crossroads or one, and he was fixing to go for another one, and I was like, yep, this is it. Yeah.
0: And commentary. And he
1: had his family ringside and Brody. and I think Corey Graves was screaming at the top of his lungs to finish the story. Yep.
0: So, I mean, it felt like it was over. It felt like the – a thousand, almost 1,000-day thousand reign of Roman, it was over. But it's not. We're going to get uh, at least another few months of Roman, Roman's reign.
1: I, I called you. I immediately called you when this happened. We, on our predictions, we were like, certainly it's got to be Cody, right? Like, Cody is going to win. There's no other... You know decision here, right? You know what? You complained a few
0: weeks ago. I think you jinxed us when I said, "Hey, man, he ain't predictable. We can't really predict most things that happens on the show." And then you like, what? I can predict everything that happens. And so well, they give us the curveball like this because
1: of you, Mike. I blame you. you don't blame me. You jinxed us, man. No, Vince worked his way back. Oh man. I heard that this was the plan um, a month out. Like They knew Roman was going to retain a month ago. I've seen that report, too, but I don't know, man. Like, Are we really surprised that Roman Reigns, the top
0: heel in the business, would retain at WrestleMania in the main event when Triple H was the greatest heel of all time, arguably, if anybody would book a heel to win in the main event WrestleMania, it'd probably be Triple H.
1: I think if Vince would yeah, he would have had Cody win. Yeah, but Triple H freaking put over Batista at Mania. He also I won mean in, dang. He
0: also beat Rock, Big Show. not Big Show, um uh, was it Big Show? Yeah, it was Rock big show in um
1: Mankind. Yeah, at,
0: at WrestleMania two thousand. In the main event.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I This was just a very puzzling decision that I don't know should have been made. It's, it's Luger 93. Um, ah, let's not go that far. Come on. It, okay, but when there's no bigger stage, like, okay, if they... Because this is... Okay, spoiler for Monday. You've probably seen Raw by now. Um... Lesnar turns on Cody at the end of the night. Yeah. So before that, I told my wife, I said, they cannot get out of this situation because if Cody now loses again, he's a jabroni and he's relegated to mid guard, mid <laughs> mid card. And if he wins, then there was no point in having him lose in the first place because you're never going to have a bigger stage than WrestleMania. And if they wait till 40 to do this again, it's, I don't think it's going to have the same amount of momentum. Well, Paul Heyman is trying to justify this. By saying, well, he hasn't been through any hard times. Just say- That's the whole story. Well, I mean, if
0: you were to look, let me play devil's advocate, Micah, because I do think that Cody should have went over. But... I don't think that the Lex Luger comparison is fair. Because Luger looked like a goober. He celebrated like he won the title on a count-out. That made him look like an idiot. Cody lost to interference, yes. But, I mean, everybody else has lost to interference (laughs) to Roman. Yeah. I think they're going with the Cena like redemption arc. You remember in 2012 when he lost to the Rock? Yeah, but... Brock came back the next night, f 5 them, him, and then they had a program. And then pretty much the whole year was John Cena getting his redemption, and it ended at a WrestleMania
1: win. But I don't... I I don't know. Time will tell. I don't think this is the right call. Maybe when the
0: bloodline fully like, breaks up, that's when Roman... He'll have nobody to save him. He'll have no help maybe that's where they're going in. Because it seemed like that was the direction they were going in on Monday because Roman refused to see the Usos. So maybe get some more... You know, man, you say what you want, but the Bloodline stuff is the best part of WWE television over the last two years. Over the last decade, really. The Bloodline. Yeah. So we'll get more Bloodline segments. There's still some story to tell. Roman isn't taking time off. So, man, I'm just... I'm trying to be optimistic. We'll, we'll probably get Jay leaving and then Jimmy will leave after Jay leaves or Solo finally sees the Roman is a no good dirty gaslighter. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm trying to stay I'm trying to stay positive. It, there's still some story to tell here. But in the moment, I was so deflated seeing Cody lose to Roman. It
1: Man, it just left a bad taste in people's mouths. Like, you could tell the the crowd there just died.
0: Like, what? Everybody was looking around. I feel like Undertaker Street getting ended. Yeah. Nobody saw it. Nobody predicted it.
1: Well, he hit that spear, and I was like, no. I was like, oh, he's going to kick out. And it was like, one, two. And I was like, no. And then it went to three, and I was like, oh, wow. My God I, I sat up my wife again who does not watch the product every week she mainly just listens to me tell her about it sat up like oh my God why <laughs> dude he's at like Cena levels of merch right now why would you not capitalize on that and it's not like they don't have people that he could go against I mean shoot Roman's who can go against Roman now? That's interesting. I still think we'll
0: probably get a Bobby Lashley match. Cause we haven't gotten that.
1: Yeah. Um Randy, is he due back? Yeah, I don't know. Haven't we already he already beat Randy, didn't he?
0: Not in his current reign. I don't think he's ever faced Randy. I know he beat Randy at SummerSlam in like twenty fourteen, but yeah, that's the last time I can remember them facing off one on one. It's um, it's interesting, man. I'm curious as to how or who. I don't think he's gonna face anybody at the Backlash show. I don't think he's gonna be no. Back. But after that, they have the UK show Money in the Bank. Is that is that after Backlash?
1: Well, I, I think don't. so. Yeah, I July. Think, I think King of the Ring is uh after that. So he yeah, it he, is. He
0: probably won't get booked for that either. <laughs> but good lord. June when he pops back up, I guess. Uh I don't know, man. I don't know. Time would tell. Time would tell. Uh
1: you know, I'll just close it up with this for my thoughts on this match. I think it was a really good match if you take away the ending. Yeah. And I think that this decision will hurt all parties involved. Uh, Maybe aside from Roman, because he's still the champion. But I think it hurts WWE, and I think it hurts Cody in the long run. You
0: think it hurts WWE, really?
1: I think they lost... Like, I had somebody text me that was like, are you freaking kidding me? But that... They Doesn't did, watch WWE. They just knew like who Dusty was.
0: But then they did the highest number in two years on Raw at the WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, but then what did they do with
0: that? Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is that everybody saw that Cody lost and they still tuned in more than ever to see.
1: I I think they would have done more if Cody won. Really? I do. I really do. But they were up. Um Compared to last week. Yeah. (laughs) Good shoot compared to last year. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt him that much, man. Time will tell. I don't think Cody is going to be the star now that he was going to be. And you can record this and we'll hold on to it this time next year. Mm. You're going to eat those words. I still got faith. All right. I got faith. I think you got blind faith in your company, yeah. but overall uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up for your rating for night two of WrestleMania 39. What you got?
0: I go seven, man. I still have the great triple threat match with Gunther Drew and Sheamus. The hell and Cell match had its moments. Roman and Cody as a match for the first 30 minutes was great. But the rest, man. Oh, Shane, with his incredible (laughs) quad injury, that was added a few points. Uh, Yeah, I go with a seven, man. It was the ending kind of pulled it down a little bit for me, though.
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go six and a half. I uh, I wasn't big on the end, and honestly, I think the only thing I would go back and watch from this might be Roman and Cody. And the Gunther Sheamus Drew match. Does, so I don't know.
0: Does this rank up there as the best WrestleMania you watched?
1: Live? Since you've been a fan. Yeah. Uh no, I don't think so.
0: Which one do you enjoy more?
1: Honestly. I liked thirty that I remember. Um, I'd have to see the cards. I like twenty nine. Really? Oh man. <laughs> well, I <laughs> I think I just remember highlights because, okay. like, I I liked the Punk Taker match.
0: I think match quality wise, you can put this WrestleMania up against any.
1: Yeah, probably so. Like, uh.
0: WrestleMania 19 See, has some good matches. WrestleMania 20 has some good matches. But ever since I've been a fan, the ones that I watch live, I think this is – man, this might be one. This might be one.
1: Another one – the the first one that jumped to my mind, honestly, was 25. Mm.
0: I guess, man, Sean and Taker, but the rest was kind of uh, –
1: for me. I thought the John Cena Big Show Edge match wasn't bad. Matt and Jeff had an alright match.
0: Uh,
1: Punk won the money in the bank. Yeah. Jericho had the uh the match with uh, pretty- uh the legends. Yeah, that was pretty good. Exactly. I thought twenty-five was good. At least as a kid, I was sports entertained. Yeah, man,
0: but these four men Four matches that happened over the last Saturday and Sunday. It's hard to top that when it comes to in-ring quality-wise.
1: In-ring quality-wise, maybe. I'd have to sit down and lay everything out on paper and look at it. Yeah.
0: Definitely better than last year, though. And last year was good.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. But last year, it was like night two was better. and Or night one was better. Night two was bad and this year night one better and night two was bad so same same same
0: old
1: story Yep, they just got a little bit better with night one this year but hopefully we can get a little bit better by next year um but make sure to join us again later this week we'll have our raw dynamite smackdown review um yeah it's gonna be a an episode (laughs) all right (laughs) um but nonetheless, uh, a fun weekend of wrestling and a alright show to pair with it. And um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Scoop Slam Pod. Scoop Slam Pod. It's getting late. You can hear it. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening to the Scoop Slam Pod, and we hope you have a great rest of your day.